Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Hey guys, today, hopefully you're intrigued by the title. Today, we're going to talk about a story from Brothers Grimm. Now, this has been a really fun thing in our family. We went to an old bookstore and uh, we just were looking around. The kids got some new books, but I found, if you're on the podcast, or not on the podcast, if you're on the YouTube channel, I'm going to show you too. I found this really used book called Grimm's Tales for Young and Old. And these are the classics. So they're the complete stories. They haven't been abridged. They haven't been Disney-fied. If anything, it is like such a um, such an interesting look at the classic fairy tales as they're written. Now, we all know that a lot of the fairy tales are a little strange and uh, maybe have unhappy endings. But if you can get a complete works like this, which, by the way priceless, you will find some really fascinating stories. So we started this new thing in our family that's actually really funny. We'll read one or two a day. We'll maybe sometimes skip a day, but like bedtime or at lunch when we're all hanging out together, we'll just read one. And then we have written in the book, we have uh, the date that we read it. We just write it in pencil. And then we have our initials, although, you know, it says dad and mom, so it's DM, and we write them one through 10. So, or zero through 10, if something gets a zero, I don't think anything's gotten a zero yet, but we all rate them and it is the rating system makes no sense whatsoever. So it's like, if you liked it or you thought it was hilarious or if it was memorable or you thought it was really disgusting, it could all get a 10. (laughs) If you hated it, you thought it was boring. Maybe it got a one or two. Um, so the, the one I want to talk to you guys about today was one I had never heard of before. It's called, before, it is called The Mouse, the Bird, and the Sausage. And it's just as weird as the name. And I want to talk to you guys about it. I'm just going to read the first little bit of it to you, and then I'm going to tell you what happens in the end. And let's talk about this in terms of design. You're like, Karina, we're on a design podcast. Yes, I know. We're going to talk about it in terms of design and what I see designers doing out there and how it relates to this. But I also thought you would just find this extremely entertaining because I don't know very many people who have heard this fairy tale before. Okay. It's actually, I'm only going to read the first little bit. It's not even a page and a half. Okay. So anyway. Once a mouse, a bird, and a sausage joined forces. Now, the first thing, sorry, I'm going to just intercept here. The first thing I question is why do we have a live thing, a live thing, and then a piece of sausage? I I really thought at the beginning maybe it meant something I didn't know. No, 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 no. This is really about a piece of sausage. They set up housekeeping, lived together for years in peace and happiness, and increased their worldly goods most remarkably. The bird's job was to fly to the forest every day and bring the wood. 
The mouse had to carry the water, make the fire, and set the table, and the sausage did the cooking. If any of you are watching my face on YouTube, I am so sorry, but I, when I read this to my kids, and I have older kids, I don't have little, little kids, my youngest is 10, I like, I think we all died laughing after the first paragraph. We were like, what? So the sausage does the cooking? Okay, all right. Too much well-being makes for discontent. And I'm going to read that sentence again, because I actually think there's something in that sentence. I don't understand the sausage doing the cooking, but this sentence is good. Too much well-being makes for discontent. How many of you know that to be true? With our kids, with boredom, okay? One day the bird met another bird and boasted of his unusually good fortune. But the other bird made fun of him and called him a poor fool who did all the hard work while his companions were taking it easy at home. When the mouse had laid the fire and carried the water, he went to his little room and rested until he was told to set the table. As for the sausage, all he did was sit by the pot, lifting the lid now and then to make sure it was boiling, and then just before mealtime, he would slither himself through the soup or vegetables once or twice for flavoring. <laughs> Sorry. Every time I read that, I am just dumbfounded that someone came up with this, but it's amazing. Um, <laughs> so he slithered himself, you guys, the sausage, like he knew he was to be eaten, but once or twice for flavorings, and that was all there was to it. By the time the bird got home and put down his burden, they, sat, they were sitting at the table, and when they had finished eating, they slept like logs until next morning. In short, they lived like gods. The bird mulled over what the other bird had said, and next morning he refused to go to the forest. He said he'd been their slave long enough, they'd made a fool of him, but now they'd have to change around and try a different arrangement. The mouse and the sausage disagreed. They argued tooth and nail, but the bird got his way, and they had to give his idea a try. They drew lots, and the way it fell out, the sausage had to get the wood. The mouse became the cook, and the bird had to carry the water. Now, I'm going to stop there for a second. I am going to read the end, because, come on, if you are not intrigued, <laughs> there's all kinds of shenanigans here, right? But what I find very interesting about this is that another bird comes and tells this bird that he is a fool. This bird, before this other bird, you know, comes and tells him he's a fool, he feels like they're living an amazing life. The three of them have a great system down. They're all eating well. They're all living well. They sleep like logs at night. I mean, what more would you want if you were a mouse, a bird, or a sausage, right? But this bird, this other bird who doesn't have the same circumstances comes in and basically, you know, chides this other bird for what he's doing and makes a judgment on him. And because of that judgment, the bird decides to change what is working very well. How many times in our design life does this happen? Someone you know, your mom, your dad, a spouse, a best friend, comes and tells you what you're doing is foolish. That what you're doing, you don't think they'll ever make money, you'll ever make money doing. 
They pass judgment on what you're doing. They say your artwork isn't good, or they maybe say your artwork is really good, but who would buy it, right? So they pass all these judgments, and you, like the bird who's actually in a great situation, you're learning design, you're going for big dreams, you're doing some amazing things, you go out of your way to try to change your system, to try to mess with it, even though you're in a good shape and you know you're in good shape and you're trying to do your best. How many of you listen to the outside judgment of people who are not in your situation, who are not going for your big dreams and goals? I guarantee this other bird who told the one that was doing pretty well that he was a fool was every day trying to figure out how to make food for himself, was trying every day struggling to get his stuff done. And yet... The one that was in the better situation changed his mind about how good his situation was based on what this one bird said. I think there's actually a really big lesson here, you guys, especially when it comes to design work, because we are constantly listening to people who who have no clue. They have no clue. Should maybe this bird who passed the judgment lived in our particular circumstances, maybe they would be excited to go after their our big dreams. Maybe they would want to become a designer. Maybe they would want to be creative, right? But so often we change our situation based on people who are not experts at what they at what we do, you know, all the things that we do, and have no idea what we're setting up for ourselves. Okay? All right. So Let's move on in this crazy story. Sorry, the best part ever is that the the sausage slithers through the water to make it taste good, okay? I don't know about you, but whoever's cooking my food, I really don't want them to slither through my food. (laughs) Okay, so the last thing that happened is they drew the lots, and um, the way it fell, the sausage would now get the wood, the mouse became the cook, and the bird had to carry the water. So what happened? The sausage went out for wood, The bird made the fire and the mouse put the pot on and they waited for the sausage to come home with the wood for the very next day. So on day one, they made the switch and they're waiting for the sausage to get the wood. But the sausage was gone so long that the others began to worry and the bird went out to see what went wrong. He he hadn't gone far when he caught sight of a dog who had taken the poor sausage for fair game, attacked him and laid him low. The bird was indignant. He charged the dog with criminal assault, but that didn't help because the dog claimed to have found forged letters on the sausage that, of course, was a capital offense. Is anybody else following the story? The dog ate the sausage, which seems natural, but he is saying that, you know, that the sausage had letters on him, which was a capital offense. Okay. Sadly, the bird picked up the wood, flew home, and told the mouse what he had seen and heard. Despite their bitter grief, they agreed that they had best stay together. The bird set the table, and the mouse did the cooking. When the vegetables were done, he thought he'd hop into the pot and slither through them for flavor as the sausage used to do. But he was stopped short before he even got to the middle, and there he left his hair hide in life. So... The mouse tried to do exactly what the sausage used to do in exactly the way the sausage was doing it. And instead of making the food taste better, he died. Let's talk about that in a second. Last paragraph. When the bird got ready to serve the meal, the cook was gone. 
in consternation, the bird rummaged through the wood, searched and called, but the cook was nowhere to be found. What with the bird's carelessness, the wood caught fire, and the whole place went up in flames. The bird hurried out for water, but the bucket slipped and fell into the well. The bird fell with it and couldn't stop himself, so he drowned. And that is the end of that story. So, a couple of things there we can talk about. Let's talk about how very often, you know, one of the things I do on this podcast is I, I try to talk to you guys about design it, not in generalizations, but it'll get into the specifics. And there's a reason for that. The reason is because the way that everybody does it will be a little different. Sure, there are certain things, and these are the things we teach in our program, that the algorithm favors. We know which shops are doing well because we have you know, insider information on that for those of us who have been working in the industry for a while. But in terms of the way we do things, we have to be careful that we are not choosing to do something exactly the way someone else is doing it just because that's the way they've done it. That is not a good reason. For the mouse, it killed him. For the sausage, apparently it was just easy peasy to slither through that water. Sorry, you guys. I cannot with the story. The story is amazing. So when we really consider, okay, why we do what we do. So for example, If I decide I'm going to design, and I'm designing usually from 9 to noon every day, the reason I'm doing that, the reason maybe that's my time, is because my kids, it takes me from 7 to 9 to get all my kids to school. So I'm starting at 9 in the morning because it makes sense with my schedule. It's not because all designers should be designing from 9 to noon every day. Does that make sense? Instead, you should be putting on your calendar when it makes the most sense for you to design. Is it for you after work? Is it for you during lunch break? Is it for you at 6 a.m. in the morning? I don't know. I don't know when that is for you. And sometimes I think we get a little stuck. You know, I talk about morning routines and some of the other things I do. I do it to inspire you guys, not to tell you exactly what will be true for you, because what is true for you might not be true for me and vice versa. And that's okay. So when I'm telling you guys things, I'm really hopeful that you don't just throw yourself in the pot to, to make it taste better, right? Because I've been doing that because apparently I'm, I'm now telling you that I'm a little bit like the sausage. I, the bottom line is do things in a way that makes sense for you. Manage your schedule in a way that makes sense for you. Fulfill your design process the way that makes sense for you. One of the things I talk about my in my book, Design Profit and Prosper, which by the way, you can get on Amazon, and if you've not read, I highly recommend you read, um, is I talk about using the design process model to really get through and understand, you know, how to plan your week. Now for me, for years, my system was a weekly plan. I tended to always do design work on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I would spend time Wednesday, Thursday in production, making videos, customer care, and Friday and Saturday were days that I uploaded. That was just the way I did it. And it was due to my kid's schedule, it was due to my husband's work schedule, That's what made sense for me, and I like doing things in batches because it helps me and my brain work through things. For you, it might be totally different. Maybe you are going through the design process model on a daily basis, not a weekly. 
for some of you, maybe it's all, all a monthly basis. So what I am trying to tell you is don't follow the rules just because they're rules. You follow the rules if it makes sense for you and you have used your critical thinking skills to figure out if that, that way you plan your design work is going to make sense for you. All right. I'm sure we could get into depth more about the story. It was very short, right? But there's some crazy lessons in here. Other than the fact that I have great confusion about whoever the author of this was, who was like, I have an idea. It's going to be a bird, a mouse, and a sausage. But other than that, I mean, the lessons here, there's some good lessons here. I hope you enjoyed that. I love hanging out with you. Thank you for hanging out with me on YouTube and the podcast. Um, If you are interested in Design Suite, that's what we do. We are really interested in making you a profitable designer. I highly recommend that you, one, come to a design boot camp. They're really inexpensive for a week-long training. You can watch them on your own timeline. Um, Their video set up. We have like a 10-day period or session for you to watch them in, and you can watch them anytime during that 10-day period. I promise it's plenty of time. Or number two, go check out my book, Design Profit and Prosper, which you can find on Amazon. Um, If you are wanting a direct link, just go to designprofitprosper.com. Go click there and that will give you the Amazon link if you want to learn a little bit more about that. Anyway, hope you guys are doing good and I will see you soon. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.